Welcome back to the Office Marketing Podcast with Mike Swigert, the podcast all about sales tips, mindset, and value bombs. Five questions to help make your day more productive and learn a thing or two. Here is your host, best-selling author, Mike Swigert. Everybody, um, I am here today with a dear friend and an insanely talented human being. I'm so glad that she took the time to to come in and share her experience, her knowledge, and some great tips to the entire audience. It's Sarah Ellis. She's a founder of an Ellis Company. She specializes in consulting in the ANC ANC community, and she just brings uh, just great uh, charisma, um, kindness intelligence, and just an overall, just a growth mindset. And that's what I really love about Sarah. So Sarah, thank you for coming on today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to dive into this conversation. Well, we're not going to go too deep yet, but um, I would love for you just to take a second, walk us through how you got here. I know I, I don't want you to age yourself, but I know you've been doing this for a while. Um, if anybody's watching this on YouTube, they would think that she's a recent graduate. But, um, but absolutely, Sarah, walk us through your path. Thank you. Um, so I'm the oldest of five kids. We grew up really poor. And I knew that if I wanted to have the life of my dreams, that how I would get there is through business. So from the time I could really understand business and the structure of it, um, I started studying. And the stories that I heard of people being able to break that that cycle of poverty were business owners. So that was always my goal in the beginning. I've been in the industry now almost 20 years. I started out at the second largest lighting manufacturer in the world and worked my way up from customer service to tech support and then went to our local sales rep and worked with them designing lighting and lighting control systems and selling those into the AEC community for eight years. One of my clients became a business partner and built a multi-million dollar business, um, which I ran um, for eight years, specializing in solar tracking and daylight harvesting systems that included motorized window treatments and lighting controls. And um, left my business, but fell out of love with my business partner and decided to, to move on from that and supported a local structural engineering company for about a year and now I'm running my own business full-time, providing consulting and guidance and coaching to small businesses in the architects, engineering and construction community. Okay, so if you're listening, you're generally listening to somebody that, if you wanna understand anything from light levels, uh, vertical foot candles, uh, what else mm -hmm. do we have? Uh, light harvesting, right? I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, general business, large business, mid-sized business, ground up business. You've got it all, Sarah. Mm -hmm. This is fantastic. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. I like to joke that I have an MBA in real business. Well, that's pretty cool. I, <laughs> I, I knew you in uh, lighting and I learned so much from you. You're an absolute, just, just a, a wealth of sharing, whether it be the technical sharing or the actual business sharing. I'm so glad that you're in the consulting business. So if there's one tip, what's a really good tip that you can give to, to, the, to our community when it comes to business? I will date this one. I'm gonna timestamp this one because it is the early part of 2021. But like, what, what tip would you give people right now as we're coming out of the shutdowns and, and reopening things? What, what could you share with the audience? 
It's a great question. So, you know, something that I've been um, thinking a lot about and thinking a lot about is that change is easy, transition is hard, you know? So, you know, we all want change, right? We wanna go back to work or whatever the new normal is gonna be, but understanding that that transition is gonna be hard because we've kind of gotten used to, okay, this is our new normal. And now we're going to transition into something else. And anytime you have transition, you have loss. Um, and so recognizing that and then choosing how you want to respond through it um, and extending grace, not only to yourself, but those around you when maybe they fall short or they're still, you know, figuring out or they're frustrated about something, but we are going through a transition and that is challenging and we need to recognize that. What are some things you do? Like when you go in to help a company right now, what can you do to help them through these first couple quarters of 2021? So just reminding them of the human element of that, you know, that we are going through a transition, even though we, we all want this change, there is, there is loss and giving words around that I find is really helpful, giving people the vocabulary to articulate, you know, what their frustration is or um, what's causing that emotional response. Because so many times if we don't address the root cause and acknowledge it, we just stay there. And, and you see it all the time with people that, you know, have a job loss, for example, and they can't move past it. I mean, years later, they're still bitter about whatever ha happened. And so articulating to the team that we are going through a transition period, there is loss, there's lots of different kinds of loss, loss of turf, loss of status, loss of control, You're, you've got some ways that you can respond to that. You can, you, can ex, you can accept it, you can move on, but you know, you've got to do that piece of it. And then as a leader, it's our job to show where, where we're trying to go. So this is our purpose. We're trying to get to this place. This is what it looks like. Um, and just explaining what their role is in that, you know? So, okay, our transition period is gonna be the next three months. John, you're going to own communication, communicating every week. This is what we're doing. This is our progress. You know, Julie, you're going to document all of it. You know, as our processes change, as our policies change, you're going to capture that and make sure that John can communicate that to the team. And so giving each person a purpose through the, tra the um, transition and being very clear, you know, as leaders, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know exactly how all this is going to turn out, but what we can be is very clear. Hmm. I like that. I, I think with remote, uh, with remote working, that clarity of sort of ownership, ownership of that level of communication, mm -hmm. that's brilliant. I like that a lot, Sarah. That's really good. Um, all right. So I do want to get a little personal. So tell us something that not everybody knows about you. Well, um, I love to do any, I, I have a, a spirit of adventure. So I love to do things that get my heart racing. So I love to race horses through the woods or race sailboats. And the sailboat is, it looks like it's just going to crash into the ocean. I mean, that is so exciting for me. Um, and I'm also, you know, transitioning a little bit personally because I'm a mom now, right? I've got a four and a six-year-old little boy. And so finding adventure in the season is a little different. You know, I'm not doing as much of those um, kind of more fun activities, but still still finding that adventure is kind of my, my goal that I'm trying to work towards right now. 
Sarah, were you the first person I knew that ever, have you been windsurfing? Have you, have you tried hand gliding? That? Hand gliding. Hey, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 So hand gliding, I've been hand gliding and skydiving. And if you're deciding between the two, which I'm sure half the people think we're crazy for even mentioning it, but hand gliding is way more fun um, because it's much slower. So you get to enjoy the experience of flying like a bird for so much longer. It's also less noisy and less cold. <laughs> I enjoy that part too. All right. So talk to me about the first time you went uh, hang gliding. What was that like? It was wonderful. It was so great. It was actually with a group of architects. Um, I was in lighting sales back then. And if anyone's in sales, they know, you know, there's definitely a fun side of sales. You get to go do all the fun things that you would enjoy, but you know, with customers, building experience and relationships with them. And so a group of about 10 of us, we went up to the North Georgia mountains and it was one of those where you're tandem. And so the plane actually drags you up um, and into the air and then they let you go. And, um, and you'll get to, you know, you'll get some basic training on how to steer um, the hand gliding device. And uh, it's just, it's just a lot of fun, but there's definitely a lot of trust in that. Right. And I, I kind of think, you know, I love business. Right. So in business, it can be that way. Right. We, we want to do this thing. We, we have this big idea, this big change. And it's a little bit like being drug up into the sky by a plane. And before you know it, you're flying and then they let go and you got to figure out how to land it. And so hopefully you have someone that's tandem with you, that's walking alongside you and providing you with that support and confidence. This episode of the Office Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Fusion Advisory. We help commercial contractors generate leads online profitably. Check us out at fusion-advisory.com. There's so many so many metaphors running through my head right now, like the metaphors of business and having your team with you or or a faith walk, you know, with with your right. higher being with you. Like there's so many great metaphors in that, Sarah, and I've never really wanted to do it. And there's a part of me now that maybe wants to try it. So that's, that's <laughs> I guess cool. I'm a good salesperson. <laughs> you are, you're, you're absolutely one of the best. So speaking of being salespeople, did you ever have any good um, role models when it came to sales or leadership or inspiration uh, throughout your life? Does anybody jump out to you? Absolutely. Um, throughout my journey, there have been people that um, really helped guide me and point me in a direction. So, you know, when I was, I was 18 and had no really idea what I wanted to do, um, a friend of mine said, Hey, you know, why don't you go temp at Cooper lighting? He worked there and kind of pointed me towards a path. And, um, and I've had that all along the way. So, you know, when I decided I wanted to get into sales. So I, I knew going back to kind of the path, I knew first I needed to get into sales because you can make a lot of money in sales, right? Um, and then I wanted to own my own business. So I went to our VP of sales at Cooper Lighting and said, hey, I want to get into sales. What should I do? And he said, okay, here's three reps, you know, that are hiring, go talk to them. And so I always, I had many leaders, you know, and many people along the way that would pour wisdom and guidance into me and point me in a direction and, and then I would go in that direction until I got to the point where I was no longer growing or it was no longer the direction I wanted to go. And then I would speak to the next person. It was almost like having, if you've ever done an adventure race, you know, they have these people along the way that say, go that way, go this way. And so I've had lots of those and I'm so grateful for that. And if you're a, a Christ follower or whatever, you know, those are 
God put those people in your life along your path for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful to have many, many people that have done that for me. I think um, that's one of the powers of of life is is almost just keeping your eyes open for those people too. Isn't that great? That like, mm-hmm. and, and maybe I don't want to say it's humility because humility is not a word that people regularly use with me, but I would say that like, <laughs> just, <laughs> but the general overall, just, just maybe just having awareness or maybe just, you know, um, you know, uh, praying for sight or praying for just the ability to kind of recognition, you know, and those people. And, and that's great that you and I have actually been around I, I think it was uh, Teak Shore that maybe introduced us, you know, 12 years ago and, uh, or maybe more, I don't know. It was a long time. And um, yeah. I just remember him just even speaking to such high accolades of you, just like, man, this girl is, is just fantastic. She is bang, 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 bang. And I was like, I just can't wait to meet her. And then you've, you've been such a, a dear, dear friend. So um, your energy and charisma are uh, electric and magnetic. And most people that are listening to this, they're like, of course, it's Sarah. But um, <laughs> what do you do? Like, what do you do to keep that, 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 that energy uh, so positive? So I've had to learn about boundaries because I tend to be a yes person. I, I love saying yes. And I'm married to somebody that loves saying no, which is, you know, again, a great, that makes us a great match. Um, and so having really good boundaries. So some boundaries that I've set in place is, I don't really watch the news. I own, the only social media I do is LinkedIn. Um, I have hours that I'm not available on my phone. So really from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., my phone is in my purse. I'm not even looking at it. Um, and so that way, come 7 a.m., I'm ready to be fully available because I've filled my tank up. And, you know, also putting first things first. So in my in my world, you know, it's God, and then my husband, and then my children, and then my family, and my friends, and then work. And it's hard for someone like me to think of life through that way, because quite frankly, I enjoy work, and I'm better at work than I am in some of those other areas of my life. Um, and so it would be very easy for me to put all of my best energy into work, because I enjoy it. Um, but I've had to learn that, and, and by doing that, it's allowed me to be better at work. Hmm. It it seems totally counterintuitive because you want to pour all your time into that thing um, that you want to, you know, be great at or whatever, but it's that take almost taking that step back and having that rest that um, allows me to bring my best self to work. And then the basic stuff, I sleep, you know, I get eight hours of sleep a night, eight to nine. Sometimes I'm married to a saint that wakes up with our children every morning because he knows I need my sleep. Um, I do yoga, I run, I, um, I love to read. And so again, doing those, those things that, that restore me. I, I love it. So other than that, is there anything you do? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. That's awesome, Sarah. <laughs> That's so good. But a great piece of advice I heard a long time ago, and I need to remind myself of it often. And it, and it said, when at work, be at work, when at home, be at home. Right. And, yes. and it was one of those. And I think that's the power of what you're talking about is that when you when you're there with, you know, your your priorities, you're there so that when you do focus on a client or something like that, you can give that client. You don't have these, you know, ping pong balls, you know, running around the back of your head going, am I doing this, this, this? Because you were present for those other priorities. And that's the power of it. I love it. 
Yeah, and to your point, just to build on that, you know, when I'm at work, so my phone does not talk to me at all. The only time it makes any noise is it vibrates when someone is calling me. So when I'm at work, I don't know if I get a text message from my, um, my nanny saying, you know, Jack has pink eye you know, or whatever, because I need that boundary. I don't need to necessarily, she knows she needs to call me if, you know, Timothy has stabbed Jack in the eye and they're on their (laughs) way to the emergency room. Yeah. But, you know, so many times those little interruptions from your personal life, um, they don't have to be addressed right then. Um, So having that boundary at work as well, and, and everyone that knows me knows that you know, when I'm at work, I'm at work. If you need me immediately, please call me and I will, you know, I will drop everything and be there. But if it's something that doesn't require an immediate response, you know, send me a text or, or an email or something like that. And I will, I will get back to you as soon as possible. Oh yeah. Um, I, I, I think, so, I think in this, through the, through these shutdowns, people have realized, you know, I really like going on walks with my kids in the middle of the day. And you know what? That's okay. That's really okay. okay. That's really okay. Because if that gives you a higher level of competence or creativity, when you come back into your, um, your business space, that's okay too. You know, I think it's fascinating what we're learning. I mean, as salespeople, you and I probably have done that a lot the last 20 years. I just think there's a lot of CFOs going, huh? So that's what it's like to be home at 10, 20 in the morning, (laughs) you know, like it's fascinating. Okay. So you did say you'd like to read you and I love to share book ideas. What's a book that's jumping out that, that you're liking right now? So I'm really into um, Patrick Lacioni's content right now. Um, and I would just finish reading The Ideal Team Player and The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And what I like about his books is that he writes a story about the principles behind the book. And we as humans, if you've listened to any of Brene Brown's work or read any of her work, which also love her, um, and lead, you know, um, Courage to Lead is another good one by Brene Brown. You only get one. Sorry, Sarah. Or Dare to Lead. You you only get one. Sorry. I only get one. one, I'm sorry. Just one. Just one. (laughs) It It all comes together. But we're just, we're wired as human beings for story. And so that's what I like about Patrick's books is he writes it as a story and then he talks about why that's so critical to the business. And so it's a great lesson for me too. Um, I'm not a, the best storyteller, you know, where I've, and we've all met those people that they could be talking about their checkout line at Publix. And it's like the best story you've heard all day. Um, and so it's a great reminder to me that as I'm speaking with people, you know, if you can tell a great story, you can win their hearts. And if you can win their hearts, you know, you're, you're going to go so much further, so much faster. I love it. I love it. All right. So that's, that's actually great advice it in, but I do like finishing up. What's a great piece of advice you could share with everyone, Sarah? So as leaders, we tend to think that we need to have all the answers and we need to be great at everything. And we tend to focus on making our weakness into strengths. And where I'd like for all of us as leaders to spend more of our time is in our strengths and then bringing people into your team that fill in those weaknesses and respecting that they're gonna, you brought them there for a reason and how they may approach something is different than you do, but you need to give them space to do that because as a team, you're gonna be better. Um, And so the more time that all of us can spend in doing what we do best, um, the better it is for everyone. Mm -hmm. I love that. It kind of reminds me of, uh, you're gonna be, 
it's gonna be very difficult if you spend your time trying to teach a penguin to fly. Yes. Right. Exactly. Right. So exactly. But if you need exactly. someone to zip through that ice cold water, the penguin's your guy, right? Exactly. Sarah, exactly. I I love um, you know, I, I love our time today. I love any time that you and I catch up. It's absolutely uh inspiring, invigorating. I walk away with um just energy to attack you know, my next few days. And, and how do you share that with people? How does someone get in touch with you? So you can reach me at s ellis at ellis-solutions.com. Um, my cell phone number is 404-374-4212. And please call, text, or email anytime if I can serve you in any way. Yeah. And also, She's awesome. If you need a book idea, reach out to Sarah. She always is reading something <laughs> brilliant to make your day better. Seriously, Sarah, you're a gift to us all. Thank you for spending time with me today. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Mike. I enjoyed spending time with you as well. Thanks for listening to the Office Marketing Podcast. Be sure to join the conversation on our YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Facebook pages. If you enjoyed the episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.